Hi, welcome to the DIY Photo Organising Podcast. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply In Order Photo Organising. Imagine you can find any photo at any time at the click of a button. We are here to show you how. So let's get started. and welcome to another episode of the DIY Photo Organising Podcast. It's lovely to have you listening again. Hi Chantel, how are you? Hi Fiona, good, how are you? Good, good, good. All right, so we're excited to bring you today um, some listener questions. So we've had um, some great questions that have it's come through to us uh, directly through our website. If ever you want to um, send that through to us or through the Facebook posts. Um, but we just thought it would be a great opportunity to have a bit of a chat about some things that are on that's on your mind and um, see if we can just answer some good general questions that you might have out there and um, and just dive right into some of the specific things that are, are going on for some of our listeners. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. So starting off, we've got a question. This, uh, user, this listener is a Mac user. And they're talking about um, whether you organize your photos um, or pictures, they've said, in photos, or do you use something different on your Mac? Mm. So what, um, and also they've talked a, a bit of a multi-question, <laughs> pointed question here about the photo optimization uh, process for a Mac and also with an iPhone. So What's mm. your sort of take on that? Obviously, a bit of an iCloud, a bit of a Photos Mac, um, but organization for photos on the um, on the Mac. Do you use the Photos program or do you use something different? Yes, yeah, so that's that's a question, really. And yeah. um, yes, I personally I do your... use Photos. Yeah, and I know you do too, but we both use it in a different way. Yeah, yeah. we do. <laughs> yeah, so. Um, shall I start? Yeah, yeah jump okay. In. Fantastic. So the way I use it, I don't use it with the iCloud Photos Library. Mm -hmm. So what that means, I actually plug my iPhone into my Mac and download the photos manually. Yep. And using I use image, capture, uh, image, image capture. capture yep. Yes, that's right. I yep. used to import them directly into photos, but I've stopped doing that for the sole reason or pretty much the main reason um, is because I want to change the file names before I bring them into photos okay. and yep. once they're in photos you cannot touch the file name and there's no way to change it you can do other stuff and I really like the program but since I've become a photo organizer I became more aware of you know the whole metadata thing the file names and what have you so I've started to do it via image capture which is yeah. on any Mac so that I don't have to spend any more money and I I copy it into my hub yes and okay. what what I also do is at the same time uh, even though that's actually probably not really best practice but <laughs> once they download it I delete them on the phone yes okay yeah yep um before I back them up yeah <laughs> <laughs> so if ever something goes wrong you know I, I don't have them anymore on the phone I won't have them though because I 
that caught my phone in yes. the clouds. So it's, yes. it's there. It's, yeah. You know, the yeah. risk is very, There's very so deep. many different ways you can yeah, do it. So but yeah. <laughs> so that's, that's how I do okay. it. And then I do all the work. I rename my photos and I use a program called Photo Mechanics for mm -hmm. that. Yep. So that's where I, I um, it's like a browser actually. I don't have to move my photos. They all sit there and in that browser I go through them and first of all I delete as much as I can and then I sort them like if it was an event or whatever. You, I rename the file names, I add keywords, I add descriptions if I want to. I don't do that on all of them. Yeah. Uh, some photos I actually move out and don't ever import into photos, okay. uh, things like screenshots. Do you just delete them? I, if they're old enough. <laughs> Sometimes they have become um, obsolete, so I do delete them. And other times I just, I send them to Evernote, that's mm -hmm. something I use a lot, or into my task management system. Personally, okay. I use OmniFocus, that's a, a to to do task management system. Yep. So often when I take the screenshot, I send it directly to that tool, but sometimes I forget or I don't have the time, whatever. So they do end up with my photos, but then that's the time when I move them When out. you do the delete. And once that's all done, that's when I import them into photos. Okay. Because I'm not connected to iCloud photo library, of course, though, I can't see my complete library on my phone. Right. It's not syncing it's to the phone to, or yeah. to any other device. So if I want to look at my whole photo collection, I have to fire up the Mac, plug in my external drive that holds the, the photos library and look at the photos that and way. And do it that way. Yeah. yeah. They're not online. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that's how I do it. And yeah, you know, avoiding the cloud. Yes, but I know you you use the cloud. I do, yeah. I do. So Don't I do mine. It. So as far as the organising of my pictures in photos, um, I do it all through the photo program on a Mac. Mm -hmm. So I take them on my phone, and then I organise them by using either albums yeah. or keywords, and then I also use the program Intuitive structure which is the it does location and it does the people's faces yes, yes. so that's how I do my organizing mm -hmm. I'll again at the end of the you know for from a monthly sort of a process clear through if I yeah. haven't done that as I go along for the month then I'll do um, clear out photos choose favorites and do all of that selection and then that's when I'll keyword or I'll already have so, sort of that's the keyword structure in place for say um as I'm going through that I know I want to add those photos from that month into my year-end book or right, something yes, like that so yes, that yes. so instead of the renaming I don't mm -hmm. rename my photos yeah. but I do do the tagging and the photo albums um yeah. tagging in the keywords um as my way of doing like it's like mm. the name refile yes. so I'm finding yes. them that way yeah. And then also yeah. location-based and then person-based. Yeah. 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 And the facial yeah. recognition, that's a really cool thing, that Apple photo stars. Yes. And yeah. because it does it as soon as the photo is taken, that's already there and yes. it's been it's yeah. been sort mm. of added to the files really throughout the month yeah. automatically. 
Yeah. 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 So I do it that way. Um, so, um, and as far as the photo optimization process, um, this listener's talking about as far as the iPhone. So, again, look, you know, we talked a little bit about the settings um, for photos. I have it optimized on my phone. I have the originals being downloaded on my Mac because yeah. they sync across all of my devices yeah. and then I do um, an export out and a backup manually as well. <laughs> right, okay, yeah. And yeah. so, yeah. and that's the full yes. resolution yeah. of the yeah. image. So, yes, they are full resolution and they're sitting in the iCloud as a full resolution. They yeah. don't sit on my phone as a full resolution but they do sit mm. on my Mac as a full, which is an external hard drive. Yes. But that is um, the full resolution yeah. and then I back up mm. from there as well. Yeah, I think yeah. that's important that you have the full resolution not only in the iCloud, if you use iCloud, but at least on one of your devices. Yeah. 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 Yeah, because you want to own the original. Um, yeah. And in terms of, I'm not quite sure whether the question also was about um, whether you have to use photos when you use a Mac. And no. You know, no, from what I mentioned before, how I do it, you don't have to. You don't, yes. Um, as I said, you can import the photos into your Finder and do whatever you want to do from yeah, there. Yeah, just you have can, a file structure. You can or? let them sit there in a, in a simple file structure. You can use a different software. Um, if you're really, you know, if you're more tech savvy or so, you could use Lightroom, for example. That's a popular one. And there's other photo management systems. So you can do whatever you want. You don't have to use photos. It's yeah. just very handy. And obviously, if you everything you have is an Apple product, it makes sense to use the Apple ecosystem. Yeah. And that's what it's built for. Yeah. So, and, yeah. It, and it really, they keep, you know, in each um, updates and things like yeah. that, they have some great program. I mean, I, I'm obviously yeah. an Apple user yeah. and photos user. So I... Mm. Um, I love being able to see all my photos, yeah. Um, you know, even the ones that I've scanned mm. and then I've renamed, redated, yes, to yeah. the accurate date. Yeah, I was, you know, within yeah. give or take. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, and and then and then again, I use the keywording and I've put the photo yes. recognition, you know, facial yes. recognition because the photo yeah. facial recognition works on scanned photos yes. as well as yeah. ones that have been taken yeah. from the camera mm. on the phone. So I hope that answers yes. um, our listeners' question. And shall we go to the next yes, one? Yes, absolutely. Yeah. What's the next one? Okay, we've got? we've got one question. I'll read it out. That's probably the easiest. Yes. <laughs> so she is asking, one topic I would love to hear your thoughts, tips on is how to download a lot of photos from iCloud. I have thousands there without realizing that my phone was only saving them there not on the phone itself. And it is a very frustrating process to download them. I'm on a Windows computer. Any advice would be much appreciated. Looking forward to future podcast episodes. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. That's that. wonderful. So, yeah, that kind of uh, what you just mentioned before with the optimized storage, that's what it's about. And... Yes, the iCloud stores the original, but your phone might not, depending on your settings. Um, and 
Yes, that's that's the thing with Apple. As soon as you leave the ecosystem, you know, you, I don't want to say you run into trouble. You don't. There is always a solution, but it's not as easy as if you would have a Mac. But you can install the iCloud on your Windows yep. computer and have your photos downloaded in original size. So that's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. You can definitely do that. So, um, and look, there's, there's definitely, and I think it's, it's a trial and error once you've, yeah. once you've done that, um, and you can download, but, but you, but the originals are in the cloud. And yeah. so it's just a matter mm. of making that, um, a, a process that yes. you do regularly yeah. to, um, to download them yeah, using that, yeah. um, using that program on the Windows. Yeah. And another solution that just comes to mind, if you're not comfortable using the iCloud on Windows, what you could also do, for example, is use Dropbox. Yep. So you can have an automatic camera upload from your phone to your Dropbox account. And all you then do is syncing that camera upload folder to your Windows computer and again, you will have original sized photos. Yeah. And it's all automated. You don't have to you know, all you have to do is set it up correctly. And of course, from time to time, um, open that camera upload on your phone. Otherwise, it will not send the photos up to the cloud. Yes. And and then, of course, and that, you know, that's, think it you know, Some of those, yeah. like, yeah, some yeah. of those apps, you just yeah. need to actually open it yes. to engage the process yeah. to start doing yeah. its thing. I'm not sure. Is it the same with Google Photos or Amazon Drive and stuff? Um, I think I'm so. not sure. I, yeah, I'm not sure actually. We yeah. can. We might have to have a little test. That's yeah. always the best thing about listener questions and things like that <laughs> when we get these because there's so many different options yes. out there. Yeah. Um, so yeah. we uh, we need to just mm. do some trials on that one. Yeah. But um, I know that we did that when we were looking at the Google Photos on your on. Yes. On the on the Apple yeah. on the iPhone. Yeah. That once you opened it, it had to it had yes. to be opened to yes. engage. Yeah. Yeah. And and, and I think sync. most of I don't know of an app from the top of my hat head that doesn't need to be open. There's to some sync, which has background data. Yeah, you know, yeah, there's a, that's a toggle yeah. on or off. Yes. As well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So it might be. Mm. Yeah. So again, it's just all looking at the settings, testing it to make yeah. sure. Yeah. that you've got it set up the way that you're happy with. Um, but that's yeah. definitely an option as far as being able to still get your photos off iCloud using a Windows computer. Yes. Yeah. Hmm. Absolutely. So what All else right. have we So got? we have a question about where do you store the digital photos? Mm. So that's a listener question asking about that. So we've talked about that with our golden rules as far as um, having a hub. Yeah. So we recommend um, three different types of backups or three backups on two different types of devices and one of them being off-site. Mm -hmm. um, and so really the, the places that you can store them, you could store them on your computer, you could store them on an external hard drive, yeah. you could store them on a some type of a, um, a NAS or, you know, some mm. type of a, a server type unit um yeah. but yeah so there's a number of different options there but definitely going into the external hard drives is mainly um and then having backups of those because anything can fail at any time absolutely so yeah. just aware yeah. <laughs> 
Right, so another one. My problem is sorting different photos from mobile phones and cameras. If you store them together, you can't bring them in a reasonable order. Well, um, I, I couldn't go back and ask more details, but I'm assuming this is the issue with different timestamps. Yeah. So maybe the camera had a wrong timestamp and so the photos have the wrong time because if all the devices have the correct time and you know especially when you're traveling in different time zones that can be an yeah. issue and when you forget it it's like they've all got the wrong time whatever but if they do have the right time they will automatically when you throw them all like in the same folder and you sort them by date they will automatically show up in the right chronological order yeah so that shouldn't happen when you did take photos and then later you realize oh i had the wrong time and happens to me all the time because we do travel then i download the photos you know from one device and, and then i do the next so when i download from one device and i've already known okay that's got the wrong time i immediately adjust the time so it has the right time. Yep. Uh, so you can do that later on, and then in you know, a bulk setting. In a bulk yeah, setting, and then the sorting, the sorting is um, is a lot easier, and it should be over right. So I'm not sure whether that was the question, but yeah. Yeah, and the other thing too, it is depending on on where you're looking at the photos in you know on the hard drive mm. or you know in an app like you know photos or or in windows um but you can then group a selection of photos all at once yep. and then add on maybe five hours yes to all of them at yep. once rather than having yep. to do that individually so it, it's definitely worth just checking if you know that that's something that has been a problem in the past mm. or you have an old device that you've, you know, just downloaded um, before you bring it all into your actual hub yes. to really check that first yes. because it's much easier to do it all in the one folder than yeah. to take them out once <laughs> yeah. they're merged. Yeah. That's, that's yeah. really yeah. difficult. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I should have mentioned that. You can do that in bulk as you yeah. just said. Yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Wonderful. So, What's okay, so next? next one, we've got how to organize the photos for the first time with the Mac OS when the H when the hard drive is full. So the best answer for this is to move the ones that you've already got on your computer off the computer onto an external hard drive. Yeah. yeah. And then from there you put the new ones into the external hard drive. Mm. And then once everything's collect you know collate it all in the one place then you can start doing all of the actual organizing yeah that's right great now and that that's a follow-up from that question so when what happens when the hard drive is full and where do you move them to do you move them to the cloud yep well that's all that's a question we get quite often really. yeah um yes you can uh, I think we both would prefer to see it on an external hard drive. Yep. Uh, we have talked about the cloud a bit in the past and it's an ongoing topic. And if you do want to store your photos in the cloud, we really recommend that you do 
a good research because not all the cloud um, services are the same and there's lots of pros and cons with with each of them and I've got the general rule that anything that is free is probably not good enough. Mm. Yeah. There's usually some restrictions that you'll come across yeah. eventually yeah. on the restriction yeah. of the size of each of the individual image size or the video size yeah. or the yeah, storage yeah. amounts, I guess, yeah. And best practice really is to for you to own your photos, which means they shouldn't be in the cloud. Yep. Because you don't own the cloud. They can, you know, close down tomorrow and you can't do anything about it. Yep. In Always have a case, copy you know. outside yeah. of it. Yeah. So, hmm. Very good. Right. Another reader wanted to, or listener, I should say, yeah. <laughs> uh, wanted to know what we think about... Um, Storing photos or movies on CDs, DVDs, memory cards. Yes. What's your take on All that? All right. Mm. So we, uh, my take on that is to be very mindful that these types of um, hardware have a lifespan. Yeah. And really it's just the best practice to be able to Get into the habit of moving with the times of what you've currently got that's available in the stores now and keep them up to date. So when we're saying now you've got an external hard drive, um, you know, in years to come there'll be something different and then the storage space will be different and... You know, even with the external hard drive, they don't last forever. You know, we've yeah. They really, it's it's good practice to to update them every mm. two years at least. Mm. Um, so so really, um, the older style SD cards, memory cards, keep them. Have it. You know, have have the data on there, but that's definitely. A strong recommendation. It's just yeah. a must. It's yeah. a must do. Yeah. If you're listening to a photo organizing podcast, <laughs> we are saying that you must get them off there as a copy, and yeah. then um, and yes. then don't use yeah. that. So durability yeah. of CDs, DVDs, any memory cards, um, even USBs. You know, mm. really, it's it, they've got a lifespan, and they're yeah. they've got they've got a failure option. You know, they they yeah. can fail like anything. Yeah, so. and not only fail, but when you think of the DVDs and CDs. A new laptop, they don't have drives don't anymore. Have drives. So you have yeah. to buy an extra drive and spend another hundred dollars or something yeah. for something that you hardly ever use. Plus, on on DVDs, if you want to use it as a backup, and there are people I've heard that quite regularly, they they burn a, a CD per year with their photos as a backup, which does make sense. However, these you know, even a phone photo these days is several megabyte big and the CDs have actually quite limited space. Yeah. So they are on the way out, you know, if you want to use them, of course, because when you think we still got, you know, we, we're still able to convert uh, the old film reels, for example. Mm. There will be equipment to convert whatever is on these CDs and DVDs in, in many years to come. Yeah. I'm not too worried about that, but... 
Yeah, they are really on the way, yeah. And yeah. and also I've I've recently just been working with a, a client that has a lot of videos and they were doing that with their videos. Yeah. You know, a, a range of years of videos on the one DVD and three out of them, is about 15 of them there, mm-hmm. um, half of it wasn't working. So oh. part of the videos could be um, downloaded and converted so that then they were merged with their photo library on their phone right. so they could actually see them on their yes. other devices, iPads yeah. and things like that. Mm. But, uh, but yeah, they did, they did have a damage to oh, them shame. and they yeah. yeah. So it's just something to be mindful of just mm. as far as the durability of those two. Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Um, all right. So then we've got another listener, um, oh, yep, about external or your cloud or server. Mm-hmm. So as far as storage, again, of photos. So um, we've talked about that a little bit more, but the other option, to, say, with the server, this listener is talking about having a server should they get one um, and, you know, for the storage of their photos. So, look, that's definitely an option. I use um, a NAS system. So, and that's, I, I find that really helpful. It's got mm-hmm. a lot of storage capacity so just you know if you're not familiar with that kind of stuff just do your research there's a lot yeah. of options out there so i would include that as you know if you've if you've got um other computer needs for storage as well other than your photo hub then um then mm. they're, they're, they really are there's some great ones out there drobo is another one and mm. yeah and they will make sense so obviously to look at the whole thing not just in terms of photos yeah, except exactly. maybe if you're a photographer but yeah yeah exactly <laughs> yeah Shall we wrap that up for I think today? So, yeah. Um, we have more questions to come. So we've got so many that we thought we, we might do two episodes. I think that's a so great idea. We will answer some more questions uh, next time. And yeah, if you've got any others that you think of as we're talking, please send them through. Yeah. Sounds great. To it. Wonderful. <laughs> All right. Thanks, Chantal. Pleasure as always. Anytime. All Likewise. right. Thank you. Talk again soon. See you soon. Bye. Bye. We hope you have enjoyed this episode of DIY Photo Organising and found some inspiration, useful tips and strategies to support your photo projects. We'd love to invite you to pop over to our Facebook page, DIY Photo Organising, and we welcome your questions, feedback and any future topics that you'd like us to cover. If there is someone you'd love to share this with, please click on share to help others take control of their photos too. Remember, have a look through our show notes for links to helpful information. I'm Fiona from Photo Helper. And I'm Chantal from Simply in Order Photo Organising. And remember, we believe in you and you can do this.